It's the Jersey Hardwood Podcast, sponsored by LG Insurance and featured on moresportsnow.com. I'm Steve Titchener in our Central Jersey studio. And on the line, our own John McAlevey. We'll talk about Rutgers' brutal loss at State College last night. We'll check in with Seton Hall. We're doing what they need to do. But first, a quick word from our sponsor. LG Insurance Agency is where we shop seven insurance carriers and you work with a professional agent to help you get the best pricing and value out of your home, car, and business insurance. LG Insurance Agency is a destination for all your insurance needs. LGinsuranceagency.com or search LG Insurance Agency. And we're back on the Jersey Hardwood podcast. I'm here with John McAlevey and uh, John, my goodness, just a, just a brutal, brutal loss at state college for Rutgers. Um, Steve, before, before you get into it, can I just, can I just say one quick thing? Yes. Maybe we can change today's edition of the podcast instead of to Jersey hardwood to Jersey hard luck, Ah. because that was one of the, most brutal losses you could ever find. I'll let you get all into it, but in a nutshell, you fall down 21 and then in the final minute, you come back, you're up one. And for it not to go your way, it's almost like all for naught. All right. Well, let's start with being down 21, John, because that's the problem right there. I mean, this is a team, especially on the road. That's made that a bad habit. See Ohio state, see Wisconsin, where they just, they get down and then they scramble back. And they're just out of gas at the end. And so what happens is, is they get praised for their hustle in the second half, getting back in the game. But the problem is, is you're giving up huge leads. You're having terrible first halves with no energy. Uh, The defense, where is it? Uh, Not getting loose balls, rebounds. I mean, uh, basic what Rutgers got, got to this point with they're they're not playing well in the first half, this is, and then in the second half, and there's a perfect example is last night in state college where they go down 21 and then they battle back in the second half. And they just did a, a fantastic job, uh, you know, the, a different team in the second half. And let's take it down to the last couple of plays because they take the lead. And then a lot of people are forgetting this. Now, Jacob Young stole the ball and fed it to a quasi Yaboa. And I got to say, in this case, and I can't even get put it on the refs. Uh, Jamari Wheeler just made a great play. He got his hand in there. I believe it was all ball because Yabo was going in for a layup and then went off like Yabo was chest and out of bounds. It was just a good play by their player there. And, and that would have been that, that could have very well sealed it right there. Now, they come back. Now, Penn State gets that three, but I'm going to tell you something right now. If you look at, at John, John Harar's uh, pick, right before as he comes out to the to, to the middle there for that three. I mean, I, I just ask, is he is he a linebacker or a forward? I mean, go take a look at the go take a look at it and see the pick that he laid out on that well, play. But you look, a, you know, he's a tight end coming over from the football team. <laughs> well, you know, the refs are swallowing their whistle in that spot. But just take a look at that. And anyway, you know, he hits the three. Of course, it's a dagger and then they have no timeouts, John. Well, As you, yeah, that's, that's, we spoke briefly about it yesterday and you alluded to, but they had no timeouts. And so, yeah. and, and I, I think they panicked a little bit. I mean, Ron Harper jr. Held the ball a little too long. And then what are you doing going for a three in that spot? But even, yeah. even so, even so, uh, Yaboa had a, had a good look. Um, it didn't go down. 
And it's just, I mean, listen, John, they would have punched their ticket right there. Right there. I'm telling you right now. If they won yeah. that game, they'd punch their ticket to the tournament. And now, look, you know, now you, you turn to Maryland. I, I'll be there. I, I think they can beat Maryland as good as they are. By the way, I had a huge comeback against Minnesota last night. But, They're number uh, nine in the country. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I think they, they played well in D.C., faltered at the end with some sloppy ball, but they did play well in D.C. against them. I think it's their best chance. I think going to Mackey Arena and beating Purdue. I mean, the way they're playing on the road, you know, and I, and they're not ready to play. I don't, you know, um, and I don't want to get after uh, Pikele. You know, look, it's been a really nice season up until the last ten games. If they lose out here, and, and I pray they don't, they, that's two and eight the last ten games. Yeah, and that's I, not NCAA tournament. I don't know if you, you know, can make a trends and whatnot. I mean, it's, they look at trends. You're right. They've gotten off to some really slow starts the last few games. And let's go back to the first half yesterday. Down 21 points. Listen, Penn State has a really good inside guy, this Mike Watkins. Mm -hmm. And it was almost as if they never even heard of the guy. I mean, Miles Johnson and, and Shaq um, Carter, they, they were playing off of this guy. All they were doing was lobbing the ball up at the rim, and he was dunking the ball. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was as if they didn't get their scouting report, so they didn't pay attention to their P's and Q's there. They got beat up and down the floor, and as the announcers said, and he had to he had to reverse it, and and from one half to the next, he said it looked as if Rutgers was on their back heels, and almost as if that you know they were mailing it in, and he said that in the first half, and then in the second half when Rutgers went on their amazing run, different team, he basically said the same thing about what Penn State was doing. It was amazing. Yeah. And, uh, to get that close, I mean, that's how, the way it went down is, is what the, you know, I mean, if it was close the whole game, you know, th then you can, then you can go, okay, it was a back and forth, but the fact that they came back and then to just to fall short there and this one hurt, I, I can't think of a loss that's hurt as much in a long time. And this is Rutgers, man. There's a lot of losing there. And not even the Iowa game last year with the, with the three pointer at the buzzer because there was there wasn't as much on the line. It was at the rack, but there wasn't right. as much on the line. There is just so much on the line, and this is what we got to sit with, Rutgers fans. The reality is, if we don't get a win the next two games, then the the reality is Penn State knocked us out. That three knocked us out of the tournament. I mean, that's really mm -hmm. what it comes down to. Cause I, I, I think you'd agree, John, they punched their ticket to the tournament with a win, uh, a win at state college. I think, well, listen, if, 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 if it wasn't a fait accompli with that, then it would certainly, you know, put them in, in a, a notch above some of the other schools that are, you know, you look at that Joe Lenardi, that bracketology, the last four in the last four buys, the first four in, I think they would have been squarely, probably in the field with that, with a chance, you know, if they wind up losing the next three games, maybe they would get knocked out. But um, that would have been the feather in their cap winning on the road against the top 25 team. Although Penn state is leaking oil. I mean, they, they've lost a couple in a row and look like they were headed for another one last Yeah, But night. you know what, you know, if lose, you know, lose early in the season, don't lose at the end of the season. I mean, that's, that's what's going down here. I mean, if Rutgers was hot right now, now it's the difficult part of their schedule. I, I get it, but uh, there's just a couple things that are hard to, hard to deal with here. I mean, listen, and, and, you know, 
as a Rutgers fan, a lot of people are saying, well, listen, if the, if it's the NIT at the beginning of the season, you'd take the NIT. But that was then and this is now. And John, the carrot was dangled in front of us. The ability of this team and these players and this coach, the belief was is that it very much was a tournament team. Now you're on the price is right. And you're on stage and Bob Barker's showing you a shiny new car or a five-day trip to the Dominican Republic. Look, it's right in front of you. Now, you get, you, yeah, you may not have been to the Dominican Republic, although I have, but you yeah. don't, come on, man. You, you want the shiny new car. You, you want the tournament. So this is going to be hugely disappointing. And, to, and, and look, the NIT, let's face it, no one cares about it. But listen, it is a step in the right direction. But then I'll caution again, and you can tell us, and I'm going to give you the floor on this because you can tell us all about it with Providence, but there is no guarantee that next year they're taking that big step up into the top echelon of the Big Ten. There just simply is no guarantee. As a matter of fact, you know, Aquazi Yaboa very well could be their best all-around player right now, and he's gone. And yes, they are young, but, you know, like Jacob Young's a junior. Geo Baker's a junior. These guys will be the leaders. And by the way, Jacob Young, we'll get to him because he's playing very well. But uh, yes, yes. a lot well, of energy. I'll, pick up, I'll pick up where you leave off there. You're right. You want the here and now because there's no, nothing better than the present. You want to take care of all of that stuff because, as, as you mentioned, with my club, you know, I thought going into this year, we were really old seniors. We got off to a uh, terrible start. Like you said earlier, lose early. Well, we've done that and now we're on fire and now all of a sudden we're on the, on the bubble and we're first four in or first four out, but that that's for another day. We could talk about that. But, um, you know, as far as Rutgers goes in the first half, when they were down 21, I was going to text you and I held off because I knew you were probably dying when the score was that bad. I was going to say, looks like the clock struck midnight and Cinderella's turning back into a, uh, <laughs> a pumpkin or whatever she turned back into back in, in that uh, storybook uh, situation because they did get your hopes up. They played way over their head. I think anybody would tell you, I think if you put a gun to Pico's head, he would have laughed when he saw that his team was in the top 25 with, with basically half of the talent that mo- most of these other Big Ten teams have. So I've been trying to tell you they're a year, maybe two years ahead of schedule. Yeah, but John, and so if it does come down to the NIT, you know what you want to do? Go out and win the bloody thing because they play the, the, the semifinals and the finals at Madison Square Garden. Fill that place with Rutgers people. Get some New York City recruits in there, sophomores, juniors, and seniors, and, and see if you can bring them on uh, into the fold the following year. Johnny, win it. Win it. I'm, I'm, I'm happy they're going to it. I mean, come on. I mean, it, 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 it's at that point. But listen, they showed ability. You can't go back now. They, they showed ability. They, they beat good teams. Uh, granted, a lot of it was they were living at the rack. Yes, that, that's very yeah. true. But still, it's I mean, it, it's five on five, John. I mean, you still got to play. So, look, if, if they lose their last five here, which is a possibility, but I'm saying I still believe they can beat Maryland. I really believe that. And I, if they do meltdown it is a meltdown to to a certain extent and you know and and then you're just gonna have to live with it but the thing that troubles me is that, like for example for the first uh uh wisconsin game at the rack it was a long time ago but they were decidedly better uh, than wisconsin and i don't even think the score reflected it i was at the game and they were just a, it, i just felt that they were a better team and now what wisconsin did is wisconsin got better and developed, and now Wisconsin, sit down, folks. Wisconsin is waltzing 
into the uh, into the dance, waltzing into the dance. And that's hard to take. They were decidedly better than them, I thought, in the first round. And then they, you know, they didn't show up in the first half. They scraped. They scrambled, couldn't win that game. But but Rutgers, here's the key, John. The key is, is that Rutgers is not as good now than they were in the middle of the season. I mean, so they've regressed, and that's something that's really, I mean, maybe it's maybe there's a, some burnout going on, but they're they're not playing basketball as well as they did at the beginning of the season. If you want to blame the schedule, well, blame the schedule. But guess what, folks? That's going to be every year. It's going to be every year. They lost the last three last year. They're in danger of dropping the last five this year. It's hard to swallow. It really is because uh, you saw the potential and you saw the ability, and it's not, it's, it's not happening. Well, here's the question. Are they regressing, or are they just now playing to what, what they really are? Coming were down to the mean? Over <laughs> their heads? I think they were playing way over their heads. Okay. I mean, I think Ron, Ron uh, Harper is a, is a nice player, but Ron Harper is not a guy that's going to take a, a team on his back He's and streaky. win Big Ten games game in and game out. Same thing with Geo Baker. I mean, he, he streaky took players. a step-back three-point shot that wins a lot of games. But listen, even that shot that he made late to put them ahead, if you ask me and I'm the coach and he's rising up for that shot, I'm screaming, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, great shot. That was yeah. a terrible shot that he took there. I know. With the it, game on the line down one. He likes that doing? drop step he, thing, but he but he's confident with it, man. He just feels it yeah, and he drops my it. God, with yeah. the game on the line, is that the shot that you want? Well, Not how me? I wait a minute. How about the last the possession, basket? Johnny? The last possession. What I mean again? Go back to it. A three pointer in that spot. Now, I, I granted they didn't have the timeout, so they could couldn't get a set going, but. Uh, you know, and then what did Ron Harper Jr. This was holding the ball. I, I, I don't understand. It was like nine seconds left, and he had no plan. It was, and then he just dished it off to Yaboa. It was, it, you know, oh man, it was a tough possession. And 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 uh, and then also that that steal by Jacob Young, who, oh by the way, I mean he is he's the reason they came back in that game. His deep, his def- defense terrific. is terrific. He's shown a he lot, of, a lot he of was, energy. Um, you know something? Yeah, the, the lack. It just goes to show you Baker's really his mindset is not as a point guard. He's yeah. not going to try and you know get something set up. Steve, I come back to that uh, two two problems that they had late in the game. I think around the five minute mark or the four minute mark, Rutgers had a possession in Penn State territory right around the basket, and one of the players got caught in the corner. And rather than turning the ball over, he called a timeout yeah. mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. left them with one timeout remaining. And then inexplicably, after Yaboa hits a three to cut it to like two or three points, with two twenty left, Peichel burns his last time out. Mm. I'm thinking, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. You know, in a one possession game on the road, you want to have those in your back pocket. And I'm telling you right now, that burned his buttocks at the last because yeah. they could not get into a set. They weren't prepared for anything. And that was basically Michael could have turned his back to the court and started walking to the locker room because his team got into nothing. They, they ran absolutely nothing except pound the ball into the ground for 18 of those seconds and then just fire up some slop at the basket. It was sad. Yeah, it was a bad possession uh, and a, a critical, the most critical time. And uh, yeah, he, he wanted that timeout back. But Oh my gosh. Now listen, I know teams... I know teams practice ad nauseum. They practice late game, 20 seconds left on the clock, no timeouts, here's what we're going to do. Well, it's tough. It's one thing to do it in practice. It's tough to recreate that sort of, you know, pressure and whatnot where you're 
you could go down with, with one possession like that. And so they weren't able to pull it out. And it's too bad because that amazing, amazing comeback just sort yeah. of goes by the wayside. People look at yeah. the score in the paper today and they say, oh, Raptors lost by one. They have no idea how crazy the comeback was and how the first half went. And so yeah. as, as a Rutgers alum, I know it's tough for you to swallow, but um, you got to look towards Saturday. Yeah, listen, you got you to move on. And I, I think they can beat Maryland. I, I, there's no reason why they can't as, as well as they played them in D.C. They're at the rack. You know, I know I, I would think, look, it's a top 10 team. If they beat a top 10 team, regardless if it's a road or home, I believe that would be enough. I think the 19 wins that would assure that they're going to have a uh, you know 500 or better uh, record in the Big Ten. I think it would be enough, and I don't think that they absolutely have to win the game at, at Mackey Arena. I don't think it's I, if they win both, they're in. No question about it. Uh, I, I think that the road win against Penn State would have would have done it, uh, and and that and that's the shame of this. And so. Uh, I, I think that they can beat Maryland, and then uh, who knows what happens at Purdue if they lose to Maryland and they somehow figure something out at Mackey Arena. I just think it's a real tough spot. Trying to stay positive, um, it's just—it's been a great season. I'm locked in. I'm not going anywhere. But this is—it's uh, been a rocky road at the end here, John, and it's been. Uh, well, it's here's been the tough. deal. Before we move on to yeah. Uh, yeah. to tackle what the Pirates are up to, I, what I'm hearing from you is. I think we can beat Maryland on Saturday. I, I think what you need to do and Rutgers fans need to change one of those words there. And it's, I, we have to beat Maryland yes. because if they don't beat Maryland, it's all over unless they make a deep run in the big 10 tournament, like maybe to the finals, if they lose to Maryland and then they go to Mackey arena, it's over. It's NIT unless maybe they go to the finals of the big 10. Yeah. The big Ten's a whole nother story, but I mean, the way yeah. they're playing, uh, there's a, a deep run in the Big Ten. I, uh, you know, I suppose it's possible with any of the teams in the Big Ten. It's such a good conference. We'll get into the Big East, but the you know, Big Ten is a good conference. It just is top to bottom. So uh, it's been a quite a test and uh, quite a test for a Rutgers fan because we're hungry, you know. And I've, I've said it a few times on the show now. When you're down for a long time, you want to get up quick. So. I get it. I'd sign up for the NIT, but if they if they don't make the tournament, it's just going to be enormously disappointing. But that's that's being a sports fan, and that's the reality of it. So with that, we'll uh, we'll take a little break here, hear from our sponsor, and get back and talk about Seton Hall. At LG Insurance Agency, our exceptional staff of agents shop seven insurance carriers to help you get the best pricing and value for your home, car, and business insurance. LG Insurance Agency is the destination for all of your insurance needs. LGinsuranceagency.com or search LG Insurance Agency. Hey, we're back on the Jersey Hardwood podcast, and we promise we're going to get to some other New Jersey teams, especially come tournament time. We'll talk about the other teams in New Jersey. We've just been really, obviously, leaning heavy, Rutgers, Seton Hall. And with that being said, let's go into Seton Hall. You know, simply doing what they need to do, John. Won their last two, 20 and 7, 12 and 3 in the conference, 7 and 3 on the road. Hello. Winning on the road. Now, the only drama there is that they're, they've, there's two teams that they still play that are only one behind them in the conference standings. 
uh, Villanova and Creighton, 11 and four, both of them. And Seton Hall has to go to uh, Marquette, who's uh, been giving them fits. So, uh, so there's still a lot of challenges left for Seton Hall, but their uh, their trip into the the tournament is assured. No doubt, and and their final game of the year is on the road at Creighton. So that's something to keep in mind. Creighton, I mean, a lot of no names and whatnot. Who knows who who's on this team? And look at them now; they're they're number ten in the country right now, and they just that uh, Greg McDermott just fields a team. They they can all shoot threes, one through five on their team. So you got hey, you have to guard them out to that three point line. They drive to the basket. It's like sort of that drive and kick. You know, they you beat your guy off the dribble. Someone has to step up, and whoever that guy's guarding that steps up, you just pitch it out to his guy in the corner, and bang, there's three points in your face. So yeah. that's something to uh, to keep an eye on. And and Creighton's got a pretty easy schedule down the stretch. Their last two of their last three. They're at St. John's and they play a Georgetown team that's decimated and, and dropping like a rock. And then they finish at home against Seton Hall. But uh, as you said, the Hall dropped two in a row. Looked like they were, you know, going to, uh, you know, just dismantle everybody. And then they uh, they lost two in a row. They've uh, they've now righted the ship. They had a, a really great win at the buzzer. Um, when they when Butler. they beat Butler on that lob at the buzzer, everybody made a big deal of the great play that Kevin Willard set up. But listen, when there's 0.4 seconds on the clock, it's not like you're going to throw the ball out the half court and have the guy shoot a jump shot. You're going to lob it at the basket. And I don't know whether Butler fell asleep or whatnot, but uh, Sandro Mamukalishvili tipped it in at the buzzer. So that's a great win for them there. And then they took care of business burying a, uh, an undermanned St. John's team in their last game. And uh, as you said, they're on the road this week at, uh, at Marquette. So let's see what, uh, if they can hold Marcus Howard in check. Yeah. So they, that's a, uh, that, that's a tough assignment right there. They didn't do it last time at the rock. Right. So uh, the conference is not assured for them by any means. And then look at Jay Wright and Villanova, man. I mean, you know, they just reload, right, Johnny? I mean, here they are yeah. right at the top. Uh, you know, were they 12th now, right now in the country? Yeah. Uh, and so they're uh, they're playing well, and um, so so nothing's assured there. And, and also, they they all, they uh, they got some paybacks in mind, of course, with uh, Seton Hall taking them out at, in Philly and uh, for the first time in a long time. So uh, still a lot of basketball left in the Big East for Seton Hall and a lot, a lot of drama, too, going on in terms of, uh, in terms of uh, what's going to happen in the conference. And, of course, that, no aff- that affects and, and seeding, taking a, right? Taking a quick look at Villanova's final three games, they're, they're playing a surging Friars team on Saturday at, uh, down in, uh, at Villanova, as they say down there. Then they come and play here at the hall. Then they finish up on the road at Georgetown again, a team that's that's sinking like a rock. So yeah. they have, they have uh, like five the last three on the road. Georgetown has like five um, scholarship players or six scholarship players right now, something it's like amazing. that. Amazing. Yeah. They had to throw a couple guys off the team and out of school for yeah. some some bad stuff that they were doing on campus. Whatever, I haven't quite read all of that. But if they're thrown out of school, it can't be can't be all mm-hmm. that good. And um, their best player then that they were left with was the two best players, Mac McClung and Omer Yurt-7 have both been hurt and missed a ton of games. Yeah. So 
you know, when you don't have those guys in and you're dealing with, you know, guys that are your fourth and fifth and sixth best players coming into the season, it's going to catch up with you. And they did win a bunch of games with that crew. But as I said, it's caught up with them and they're, uh, they're on the downside now. So playing them down the stretch is a good thing. If you see them on your final three games. Yeah. And we're down the stretch, both teams, uh, again, Rutgers vying for, a uh, trip to the NCAA is the first time in, what, 31 years. So, uh, again, they've got to figure out something the last two games of the season. You know, Seton Hall all but assured. They're just way, you know, they want to finish strong for seeding purposes. You know, a special team that can go deep, could very much go deep into the, in the uh, tournament this year. So, again, we got a lot of exciting basketball. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how it plays out. And uh, we'll be back next week with more uh, Jersey Hardwood. It's been a lot of fun, John, huh? This podcast has been a, a ball this year. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cause we're hoop fans and it helps when both teams are good. And this is a banner year. I mean, next year it might not be as fun because miles Powell graduates. Yeah. And, you know, we'll have to see what's going to happen with Seton Hall, but let's just revel in the, in the yeah. goodness that's going on right now because it's been a, a super year and hopefully down the stretch, We'll be talking, you know, not only the conference tournaments, but maybe each team will make a deep run in whichever, you know, national tournament that they get in. Yeah, and next and next show will give you a little time for uh, Providence as well. You can chime in, but that'll do it for this week's Jersey Hardwood Podcast sponsored by LG Insurance. And check out our site, moresportsnow.com. A lot of good stuff on that. We got articles, a regular article from Seton Hall from Kevin Astorino. Uh, we put some articles on there as well. And then our family of podcasts are on there too. It's at moresportsnow.com. And we'll catch you all next week. Bye-bye.